This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. just want to know how you feel. want to love the soul. really good riley we are changed humans we are changed we are humans changed? between the last time we recorded now how ryan gall we got the oh gall. we gall has the gall to we have been making on. jokes about his name for what three years two years sorry jeff has been making jokes about his we name we have for been years. sort of parodying his name uh, so jeff alone has been parodying ryan gall's name puns because it rhymes with a lot of funs words uh gall rhymes <laughs> with all it rhymes with stall it rhymes with saul it rhymes with um and draw. pun does not rhyme with words <laughs> okay, I was just wondering. Yeah, it was like a shot in the we dark. We got gall. We're gonna get gall. Honestly, we didn't get gall. You guys got gall. And we thank <laughs> you for that. But I also kind of feel bad for this poor man who was just like replying to a tweet and then was like <laughs> all of these hashtags. Like he's probably just like, yeah, oh my fuck. God. I should not have replied <laughs> to that stupid tweet. <laughs> he absolutely regrets it. And maybe he won't do the show, but he agreed to it publicly, so we shall see. We follow each other on Twitter now, so. We do, yeah. Yeah. Um, I get the feeling that. Jeffrey. Huh? (laughs) What were you going to say? Oh, nothing. It doesn't matter. No, come on. You get the feeling that what? I get the feeling that he kind of, I don't know, prefers you, and I. that's fine. It's just like, I don't know what it is about me that rubs people the wrong way. I keep saying this because people keep, like, bullying me online. This is the first, Mm -hmm. also the first episode we've recorded since uh, people have brought up my old commenting history oh as a tweetsman. <laughs> Come back when you have 1,200 followers, okay? I was so sensitive and lonely. You were such <laughs> a little shit. It's like, of course that comes from a place of pain, but I, it's so, yeah. Um, talk to me when you have 1,200 followers, okay? You want to know the saddest part? Of course. I bought the followers. No, you didn't. You can buy a thousand YouTube subscribers on eBay for $10. And so I, I, I made up this business plan, this five-year plan to, oh, to buy the first thousand. And then I was like, and then the YouTube algorithm will sort of be my friend in a way. And I'll become a YouTube partner and start making hundreds of dollars. Oh, Jeffrey. Ask me how many dollars I made on YouTube. You made zero dollars Zero dollars. That's exactly Absolutely. Right. You made zero dollars <laughs> on YouTube. <laughs> Oh, you were breaking sugar glass, making no money. A good icebreaker slash when you start, like like a first date question, right? Is like, when was the last time, or what, like, what's the time when you were most embarrassed, right? You okay? Hair in my mouth. You had a hairball. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a good, like, question, right? Like, a, like conversation yeah. started, when was you most embarrassed? And I never have an answer for it. Because, like... Now you do. I didn't have a lot of shame growing up. Now I have it. Now you have the shame years finally caught up with young. you. And it's caught uh-huh. up to me. It's finally caught up. Jeff, you're wearing a shirt <laughs> that is, I don't know what to say. Describe it. It is a long sleeve, purple. Is it a crew neck or a t-shirt? It's a shirt. It's a crew neck? It's a shirt. Oh, it's a shirt. It, it's a long sleeve shirt with an outline. And we'll we'll post this, probably like a screen recording or a screenshot of this shirt. Um... Of, and it says, oh my God. The back says, I got a big shirt, John Mayer tour. Oh, it's from John Mayer. The front is a is a cartoon of a kid wearing a giant shirt that says big shirt. And you just see the eyes popping out over the neck. <laughs> and as soon as I got on the Zoom, Jeff just kind of like held it up like, hmm. 
<laughs> I well, it was from uh, Mayor's tour fall tour last year, and I didn't actually get this shirt at the show. I got a different shirt, and I regretted it, and uh, for the longest time. And these were sold out, and then they re-upped on them silently. And so I found it. I found the link. I saw that they had it for sale. Copped it. These run two sizes too shirt? big. Hmm? Why didn't you get that shirt? Like, what shirt did you get? I got like a uh, a white tee, short sleeve, because I thought I'd be it'd be more wearable, and it's it's not. It was so cheaply made. It's just it not fun. Shirt. It's not a big shirt. I want a shirt that says why. Well, you don't need the shirt for that. Hmm. You don't need the shirt for that. You don't need like a statement piece for someone to look at you and go why. <laughs> so we were talking about fashion. No, but if we could just before we move on, like that was a joke. Right, because um, if it was real and like a, like that's how you feel about it me. It is. So we're, we've moved on from that topic, and we were ta- we're talking about the next thing that's not people looking at you like seriously. But people don't do that, right? Like you don't notice. Like did that come from well, a real I can't place read of you like thoughts. noticing people? I can't okay. read people's thoughts. But facial but expressions. I can but I can hear their words when they look at you and out loud go why? Okay. Like they don't hold it in. Because I thought that was the it's breeze. Like, I thought that was no. Like it's a like a gut them. instinct. People. It's like they don't even think about. It. They're just like oh, why? Oh shit. That wasn't like, a oh, ghost because I, I oh, hear it. No. I just kind of just. Well, I'm sure it you mind. hear ghosts too, but sure. no, yeah, that well, wasn't well, the demons. Ghost. I have my demons, obviously. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so those weren't them, but you do have them. They're different. I, I do, and I have the shirt. <laughs> so this morning, we, Daniel's parents, Daniel's brother, Daniel, and we I. We should say you're in Evanston. Oh, I am in Evanston, Illinois now on um, our little road trip. Um, so we're going to be here for like a week. Um, and we all got tested. We're all negative. We got tested before. We all got tested before we met up. And so we are all negative, which is very, very lovely. So we can hang with no fears and have beers. <laughs> okay. And so this morning we got up and we went to um, Lighthouse Beach at Northwestern, this little beach on Lake Michigan. And it's like a 20-minute bike ride. And it's such a great neighborhood to ride bikes around. But growing up um, in L.A., like, where it's highways galore, I, <laughs> like, I know how to ride a bike. But, like, I didn't grow up riding bikes around everywhere. So you don't and know how to ride a bike. I do know how to ride a bike. And, like, going to school at BU, like, a lot of people going to college on big campuses would ride bikes everywhere. But because my campus was a city, we either walked a couple blocks or, like, took a train. So, like, I know how to ride a bike, but I haven't done it enough to, like, be, like, really confident riding on city streets. Okay. So yesterday, when Daniel's mom was just like, hey, you want to come on the bike ride tomorrow morning? Get up early, get to the beach before too many people are there. It's going to be great. I'm like, yeah. I pulled Daniel aside. I'm like, hey, Daniel, I... I know how to ride, first of all, I know how to ride a bike, so that's not why I'm nervous. I've never ridden a bike, like, around, like, cars or anything. And he's like, have you, wait, he's like, so where have you ridden a bike? (laughs) Have you just ridden a bike, like, in a field? What are you talking about? (laughs) And I'm like, no, like, I've ridden on, like, different pathways and stuff, but there was, like, barely anyone around. I had a lot of space. And he's like, you're going to be fine. (laughs) And so their neighbor let us borrow two of her bikes from her garage, which was really, really nice. So so all every one of the Rashids, they all had, like, their bikes. And um, I got to borrow this nice cruiser from the neighbor. It was very, very kind to let us borrow it. Um, but the cruiser had, like, a little screw loose in the front. And so, like, you have this, like, beautiful athletic family cruising <laughs> down the street, the four of them in front. An old Anne's spot is, like, <laughs> not only trying to, like, not freak out whenever a car comes or, like, because I don't even have the proper balance to, like, hold my hand out to signal a turn. So you can't ride a bike. No, I can ride a bike, but... <laughs> Because like, also every wanna... time you've brought the like you three times now you've had to <laughs> defensively preface the story. But with, I, and I know how to ride a bike. I and I know how to ride a bike. But I wrote I a little thing saying that wasn't the issue. But it's like I don't have the confidence level of it, like in the experience. And so <laughs> when we left the house, like a couple minutes in, Daniel's dad like could hear like my bike was just scree. Ree, ree, ree. <laughs> and Daniel's dad looking back and he's like, "Are you okay?" And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. The screw and finally like, pops off. It's happening. You go into Lake Michigan. <laughs> and he's like, the front looks a little wobbly. I'm like, it is, and it is. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. And so 
we and like every five minutes daniel is very kind he's like if you want to switch bikes with me you totally can like yeah why weren't you given like the best bike if you're the least skilled or at least no because it no one knew like it's a it's a beautiful cruiser no one knew that just one one of the screws was out oh got it and like um and I also didn't make it public that I'm not a super confident <laughs> cyclist. Right. And so... Did you see the photo only, of Amir riding the bike? Of course. <laughs> Daniel like, saw it and he goes, it looks like it's the first time Amir's ridden a bike. He famously doesn't really know how to ride a bike. Well, so, Amir and I should go biking together because... You should I'm, go on buckets, but it's a special cycling idea or episode yeah. and it's bike bikeets. Bikeets. Um, so it was very... Uh, I was like... I mean, this is a visual thing, but I was like <laughs> wobbling, <laughs> a little wobbly. And so by the time we get to the beach, Daniel's like, "How was it?" I'm like, "It was such a be- like the neighborhood is beautiful." I, you know, I've only been to Chicago in winter and fall, like once, in, never Evanston in the summer. Um, and so I'm like, "It was just stunning." And Daniel's like, "Were you okay on the bike?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, it's just just a little squeaky, a little wobbly." And he's like, "Yeah, I saw you kind of like." really wobbling i'm like oh no it's just the bike <laughs> no it's just like, a slight Here. wobble it wasn't noticeable like, and you didn't see it <laughs> and you didn't see it and i'm amazing and he's like trade bikes with me on the way home so you can actually like enjoy the ride and like cut to you doing a wheelie home <laughs> it's a unicycle <laughs> um and i so- wouldn't it would not surprise me if you were a better unicycler than a bicyclist because you're like you had to take clowning in college, and you famously love clowning. So we're riding back, and and the bike we we all kind of shuffled around. So I rode the bike that Daniel's dad rode, and then Daniel's dad rode Daniel's bike, and so Daniel took the cruiser. And so I was like, wow, that like I could feel the difference. I'm like, wow, this bike handles a lot better. Like I'm having a much better time. And Daniel was riding the cruiser, and like. And I was try- I was really hoping that I'm like, I really hope that it wasn't just me who was wobbling, that it was kind of the bike. <laughs> and so Daniel's just cruising around the street. I'm like, hey, how's the how's it going? Little how's it how's old squeaky doing? Is it wobbling? Not squeaky. Little Daniel's it's not like, squeaky at all. It's actually a really That's smooth exactly ride. what it was. He's like, it's actually great. I'm like, hmm. <laughs> okay. And he's like, so this the screw is a little loose, but it's actually awesome. I'm like, interesting. For most people, myself included, I feel like cruisers are the smoothest ride because you kind of have that wide flat uh seat for the wagon Mm -hmm. so for someone like myself who's like a little thick boy has that that fat ass that kind of (laughs) that absolute don't say who's a little better for it to kind of rest on the the cruiser uh beach or otherwise rather than like a trek mountain bike because that's going to be basically an insertable object um, so yeah, so that was, uh, that was the experience and it was a beautiful ride and, uh, I was very, I was a, I was a brave little toaster. Nice. That's yeah. actually really good. <laughs> brave little toaster. That's. Have, have you ever seen the brave little toaster? Hell yeah, actually. Seen it? What do you mean? No, the cause movie, the brave little you, what toaster? you did was you kind of made an object inanimate or otherwise this like brave you assigned you really did it's brave it's, I need because a toaster is kind of a coward that's kind of what no, we can all I agree on right and that's you what you're like, saying oh, is that like you couldn't ride the bike you said but then you were saying assigning courage so to the toaster that, like, to the oven you're imagining like that the toaster could not be inanimate it's amazing this is why you're a writer this is absolutely why you're a writer because you can kind of come up with these little these little earworms, you know what I mean? These We're talking little about tents today. We're talking about tents. We're not, we're not talking. We're not talking about little brave little toasters, which are fucking inanimate. They're toasters. We're not talking about that. We're talking. Don't look sad. Oh, oh, little baby, little baby thick boy. It does. It's a little sad boy. Now, you're going to put on a happy face, and I'm going to ride a unicycle around you until you smile. I'm not going to smile. You're not going to get me this time. So we're talking about tents. Famously used for camping. Do you have any camping myths? Myths? <laughs> yeah. So like a, a, a harrowing tale, a cautionary tale, kind of a, a legend in a way. 
Anything come to mind? A legend about camping. Uh, in your life or not. In my life. Because um, there's actually I, this movie, 127 Hours, and it didn't happen to me, but it was it's a cautionary tale. <laughs> for me, it's like, it, don't get your arms stuck in two rocks. And uh, I, It's for everyone. That's right. It's not just what well, you took away from it. It's personal to me. I felt like it was <laughs> made for me in a way. Why? Uh, it was a love letter back to me because I kind of wrote what this little <laughs> essay, really, about how <laughs> I love <laughs> cinema and rock climbing. Suddenly Franco's on the silver screen and he's kind of showing me, hey, don't go, don't, don't get ahead of yourself, Jimmy. <laughs> Sorry. One, your name's not Jimmy. Two. I can't 100... expect Franco to know my first name. <laughs> 127 hours <laughs> is a love letter to you. <laughs> I, I felt like it was, sure. And then everyone else got to reap the benefits of that love letter. Um, I... Have, I am not an avid camper, but I would like to be. Okay. I can't remember the last time I went camping, but I would like I would like to be that. But I don't I don't like bugs and I don't like dirt. <laughs> so glamp, you should go glamping. Oh, I love glamping, but I I want to be I want to like be the girl who's like not even the girl. I just want to be that person who's just like yeah, packed up the car and just went to Yosemite for the weekend. God, got up with the sun like. Oh my god! Made some amazing granola, had some coffee over the fire. It was incredible. Um, took a hike, went back to the tent. Like, but for me, it's not that easy because of um, you know how I was on the bike. That's how I am in a camping situation. Wobbly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even when you're just like relaxing by a fire, you can't stop shaking. I'm always off balance. <laughs> off kilter. I have vertigo in campsites. <laughs> yeah. We should say before we really get into it that this uh, idea comes from uh, Reddit mm-hmm. user Errong914, which is probably Aaron G914, but I like the idea of it being Errong. Um, he sent in a list of probably a hundred episode ideas, most thank of which were so making much. us laugh out loud. So thank they you to Errong. They made us laugh really hard. Um, no, I totally feel you on that. I, I, I've been camping twice with my family. I think it depends on if you grew up camping or not. Like mm-hmm. I went twice when I was camping or twice camping when I was growing up. And the second time I went fly fishing with my dad and got frostbite in my hands because it was like March oh. and we should not have been fr- fly fr- fishing. And then neither of us knew what to do with frostbite. So he's like, here, just get in the car and like put blast hot air on your hands. Oh my God. Which is the worst thing that you can do, I found Wait, out really? later. I don't know what to do with frostbite. No, if you do that, it's like shocking to the nerve endings. Oh, so that you makes can sense. lose your hands. I could have been, had oh. to have them amputated. Um, so you, but I think the thing is, yeah, you really need to know what you're doing. So if we go camping, we should go with someone who goes camping a lot. Daniel camps frequently. Daniel's an avid camper. Then we should go with Daniel. And then that's when I can kind of eat his ass. No. (laughs) My God. We'll get a a, a double and then we'll get a single tent. And then you'll be in the single by the end of the night, obviously. You didn't even like slowly approach it. (laughs) It was really, we'll go camping with Daniel so then I can eat his ass. And we can bring other people, but like they're gonna kind of be like sidelined and and uh, the the main event is me rimming okay. your fiance. We're not engaged. I'll be engaged in uh, analingus. <laughs> oh my god! We should take Have a break you, on that sh- note. Yeah, we should um, go. And when we come back, uh, we'll hit you with a couple circus reviews. No, tense. Tense, right. Sorry. Was... Um, before we take a break, uh, just want to shout out, like, Marty, I hope you're doing well. We haven't <laughs> talked in a bit, and, like, I just want to make sure you're not, like, mad at me or, like, if I did anything wrong, like, you can just, like, you have my number. You can just text me. Yeah, the floor is open, Marty, for, like, any, because we always, we have this yeah. platform to complain about you, but you don't have anything yeah. to complain about. So just, you know, hit us direct. If you're mad at me, just tell me and we can work it out. Marty. Why do you think he's mad at you, though? Because he hasn't been texting me. Did you Have you ever had a texting relationship with Marty? Like, a couple times. Be honest, though. A couple times. Mostly about, like, TV and stuff. I just want to make sure we have something, like, outside of that. <laughs> Why don't you, in the break, text Marty, and then we'll see if he responds during the episode. Fine. We'll be right back. Fine. 
This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. HeadGum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm -hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HeadGum at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Alf, how is your social battery right now? Empty, depleted, 0%. Absolutely. It can be easy to ignore our social battery and spread ourselves too thin. I know what that feels like, a mix of work nonstop, but also wanting to have that work-life balance and see friends. But then when do you sleep? It, I, I'm being facetious, but no, it, it, is, um, it is very hard. You so know when like, your you know, phone dies about. and it's like, yeah. it's like, oh, don't worry. Like you can still like emergency, like finding the phone and like yes. your cards are still available. Yes. I'm lower than that even. Perfect. Well, therapy can help give you the self-awareness to build a social life that doesn't drain your battery. So famously, Alf and I have both been in therapy for a long time. We love it. I really can feel like there are some times when it's just my schedule is very busy, speaking of busy schedules, and I there are some weeks that I've had to just like put off therapy for a couple weeks and I really notice it. I really notice not being able to have that time for myself every week to really just like stay to the union what's going on and get tools to help better um, move through that. Yeah, we all notice. Sometimes I just call Daniel and I'm like, has she skipped? Did she skip this week? <laughs> if if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I cannot stress enough how I think everyone, if they can, should be in therapy. Um, and BetterHelp is entirely online. It is designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. So just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. And that is so important because you want to be in therapy with a therapist that you feel connected to that you feel like you have a good relationship with that you can talk through things in a way that works for you right i think i think it's great and i always love it find your social sweet spot with better help sorry i'm gonna take that again daniel find your social sweet spot with better help that's betterhelp.com slash review review today to get 10 percent off your first month of therapy that is betterhelp h-e-l-p.com slash review review thanks better help Hey, podcasts! listen, 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 listen. Alpha and I want to talk to you about another podcast called, and you'll never guess, Comedy Bang Bang. Okay, if you've never heard of Comedy Bang Bang and you listen to the show, that's insane. It is one of the longest running comedy podcasts out there and it literally revolutionized the medium. Every episode, host Scott Ackerman interviews a famous guest like Andy Samberg, Sarah Silverman, or John Hamm. But unlike every normal interview show, Scott and the guest are joined by a group of unhinged fictional characters played by the best comedic improvisers around. People like Nick Kroll, <gasps> guest of the pod Lauren Lapkus, Paul F. Tompkins, and previous review review guest Ben Schwartz. Over the years, the podcast has built an expanded universe with tons of recurring jokes and fan favorite characters, but the best part is you can still easily jump in at any time and enjoy a new episode as a first-time listener. So check out new episodes of Comedy Bang Bang every Monday wherever you listen to podcasts. Alf, thoughts? 
Um, I've been listening to that show for years, on and off, honestly, since I was probably in high school, which, wow, time flies. I'm older now than I was before. Good shit. Take a listen, Comedy Bang Bang. Bye. The moment you walked in the joint, but I could see you were a man of distinction, a real bitch I guess we're back, and that's what's going to bring us back into the show. Big spender. Big tenter. Uh, Riley, why don't you start us off? Big trenter. Meaning? So it's like, so it's like trench, sure. trenter. And he's just like he's um, getting big because football season's coming up, and he wants to be on varsity this year. And does he make it? Mm-mm. He gets JV though. <laughs> so he gets a little overweight and junior varsity. <laughs> yeah. Okay. This is a review for the core nine-person extended dome tent, <laughs> sixteen by nine. Jesus Christ. Okay. This is it's one star from Cassie T. I mean tent. <laughs> Obviously, Cassie Tent. Cassie Tent. Cinnamon McMinnamon. Real person. Tent. Real person's name. Insane. <laughs> Cassie Tent. One star from Aug. Oh, this is this was six days ago. From August second, twenty twenty. Um. Yeah, camping safe. The title is "If It Rains, You Will Get Wet, Not Water Resistant." If you're ever going to be camping and there is the slightest possibility of rain, this is not the tent to bring. My wife and I purchased this tent to go camping with our family. Around midnight, a rain shower came through and led myself to having to pack everything in the tent up and load it back into my truck while it rained on me. This tent was assembled perfectly along with the cover. Rain began pouring through the roof onto us and our dog while we were trying to sleep. It was a horrible experience with this tent, while two other families that we were camping with were able to stay nice and dry (laughs) in theirs. Again, if there is any chance of rain, do not use this tent. You will end up wet with a ton of bug bites while loading your vehicle back up. Everybody having morning coffee? I had the best sleep I had in months, guys. I mean, this is such a good idea to get out of the city. Mm -hmm. Lydia, what about how was how was your guys' experience? We heard some some tent ruffling. Were you guys sort of some tent ruffling, getting a little hot and bothered? Oh, um, nature calls. Hot and bothered. (laughs) More like cold and wet, Stacy. Well, it was a little cold, but we don't want to know the 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 explicit details. You don't. Our tent was leaking with the rain. Um, I don't mean to be a downer on the day. I know we have like a really fun day planned. Um, but I actually, like, I'm really frustrated. I'm really frustrated. I, I don't mean to be taking it out on you. You had nothing to do with it, right? You didn't, you didn't do anything about it. So, yeah, you know, it's just, uh, I'll get a better tent next time and, um, you know, won't, won't have to pack up the car with everything, uh, like three in the morning when it's raining. I'm so um, sorry to hear that, Lydia. We, I, look, I mean, we all, yeah, we all are. Look, we, we'll... We'll cheer you up, all right? Let's go on a hike today. It'll be nice and warm and dry. But it's such a bummer, though, and I I shouldn't even probably mention this because it'll be frustrating to you, but we almost got the six-person tent. We went with the four-person because it was like $20, no, like $9 less, and we just thought no one's going to need extra dry space. Um Damn, that's such a bummer. We would have had extra room for you guys. Anyways, let's go on this hike. Maybe if if we want to split the... What is it? Nine dollar extra um, cost for that extra space. Um, we could get that tent so that next time we all go out, uh, you know. I can't if, keep this if... up, guys. We barely wanted to invite you guys. Wait, whoa, whoa! We barely wanted Stacey, to invite you guys. Where did this come from? Whoa, Stacy! It rained on you, and now you're raining on our parade. We invited you because we're all work colleagues, and if word would get around to you very fast that we didn't invite you on this camping trip, we're all working from home. We thought it'd be fun to hang out with our. Real work, friends. I'm sorry. I just, it's very frustrating because we're all having the best time and you're coming in here. You're kind of being a downer. You asked, you asked how we slept. And I'm, <laughs> listen, I'm sorry if I was bringing down the day. I was just being honest. I got like an hour of sleep. The dog was barking and wet. It smelled awful. Yeah, the dog was barking. We all I... heard the dog barking and it kind of, again, 
almost interrupted our sleep. We were just so dry almost. that it was hard okay. not to fall asleep so comfortably. So it actually, so nothing that happened interfered with you at all. <laughs> so it almost interrupted your sleep, but you were so dry that it didn't matter. <laughs> it was so comfortable. So sorry. I'm sorry. It was so comfortable. It was... We had like we had an inflatable mattress in there. It was better than our normal bed. What I'm saying to you is that we're enjoying our our morning coffee. I made coffee for everyone, including you guys. Can you guys just kind Thank of like, you. can you act like I act like in my marriage and just kind of like swallow your pride and, and just kind of not just bury it down until it builds into resentment that pours out of the, out of your mouth in a fight? Listen, I'm sorry for kind of raining on, on the morning as it were. Thank you. Um, but you, you asked and um, I just, can I be honest about, since we're kind of airing grievances before the day, can I just... Can I give you a little feedback, a little constructive criticism? I'm always open to it. I don't see what you could you be. You tend to ask people things. And then when they're honest with you, you get mad at them because it's brought you down somehow. Cut to the office. Hey, um, Lydia, how's your day going? And I'm, it's not one of those things where it's like, just say you're good when you're not. Because, I, I mean, we heard you guys. Yeah. We heard you crying. Yeah. Um, what's really going on? Open um, up to me. My uncle passed away this morning. Um <sighs> So it's just been, that's been really, so it's just been like really, really hard. Boundaries. I know, it's really unfortunate. Right? Boundaries. What? This is work, Lydia. What are you, t- you just asked me, psychopath. Cut to, you a, saw cut me to the conference room. Hey guys, so thank you guys for joining this optional meeting. Um, you know, with everything that's going on in the world, I know this is our first week back after the pandemic. I just wanted everybody to kind of share, whew, share where you're at emotionally and because I, I just think it's important for us all to talk. Thank about you it. for be- thank you for being so raw, Stacey. You're really an inspiration. Thank you for thank you for bringing this together. Oh, of course, Peter. Really, really of course. Awesome of um, Lydia, let's start with you. Yeah, I'll start. Uh, man, well, first of all, it's really good to see you guys. Um, you guys really uh, are like a like a family. Time thing. and time. Um, Time's up. Uh, we got to move on because we only have an wait, hour for this meeting, no, and there's 18 people here. I didn't even start on. You said you said share the your tone I was that you talk started the sentence really... with sounded like it was going to be a long walk to get there, and we don't have time for that. And also, let's keep it surface level. Can we all agree to keep it surface level? Yeah, we can all agree to keep it. Surface level. <laughs> Lydia, what the what the fuck is wrong with you, Lydia? We were just we were going to say like, oh, what snacks did you eat while you were quarantined? <laughs> what? No, that's not. She said she no. She said you know talk about your experience. I know it's been hard. I was going to talk about, you know, being a mom to three kids under four. Cut to my wedding, and we will now <laughs> recite the vows. <sighs> I'm on the verge of tears, honey. Let it out. Let it out. Since the day we met, it's been a relationship. Oh, you can keep going. I know you're getting a little choked up. Everyone laughs. <laughs> oh, that's my girl. That's my sister. Oh, he's Come funny. On. He's funny. Your vows? What about your vows? <laughs> oh, the crowd roars. Oh, <laughs> Stacy, you dog. I know. I can't even look at oh, it without laughing. Uh, but no, I'm done. <laughs> okay. I'm done. That that's it? it. Your wedding vow since the day we met, it's been, been a, relationship. a relationship. Actually, we were we've just friends spent for a lot of time years. together. I don't know if I would be down to define the relationship just yet. Um, sorry, Stacy. do you, do you not want to get married? No, I do. Why would I be on this altar if I didn't want to get married? Of course I want to get married. You just said you don't want to find the relationship just yet. I just don't want things to get too, uh, close to the, our chest, right? Intimate. Well, uh, this has been um, a five year long stand. So you don't want to like commit our lives to each other. I would like to be, I would like to spend time with you for the rest of our lives. But I don't want you to know my <laughs> secrets or issues. Well, then, well, I'm crumpling my vows. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, then, uh, let's just we can skip mine. We can we can go ahead if that's how you really feel. Um, <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> she runs out of the church. <laughs> what on my what? wedding day? <laughs> what? <laughs> the priest is the like, you could have said one sentence, man. This is on you. I don't. What? <laughs> Jeffrey, your Rivia. Five please. stars from Shan. Shan. No last name. Sh- okay. Just Shan. And I just Shan. Short for Shannon? Or No. <laughs> Got it. At the hospital. There she is. Shan. Shan James? I, I thought we agreed on Just Sophia. Shan. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Five stars. Perfect for me and my dog. I'm not a know-it-all camper or anything like that. I just like to go a few times every summer and get away with my dog. This tent is perfect. 
I live in Oregon, so you can never be 100% certain when it will rain. Ever since I woke up in a puddle in an old tent, I made sure to only buy tents with this bathtub design. I just got this tent and set it up by myself in my living room, and it took probably less than 10 minutes. There was definitely room enough for two people, however, whoever sleeps on the inside of the tent next to the window will definitely struggle to get out of the tent without waking slash bothering the other person. This is an awesome tent though, and I can't wait to try, wait to try it soon. I like the idea that when she says my dog, it's not her animal dog. It's like <coughs> a coworker who she thinks is her best friend, but isn't actually. My dog. <laughs> yeah. How was your weekend? It was really, really nice, actually. I just kind of stayed home and, and watched TV, which made me feel a little lazy, but it was really nice. Also, you don't have to keep calling me your dog. Why not? We're um, dogs. We're dogs? <laughs> yeah, we're like, we're gullies a little bit. Because um, you're my best friend uh, at work is all like, it's sometimes like, you know, it can be rough. Some of the other coworkers kind of box me out of their conversations. They kind of keep me out of the No, 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 totally. I hear you. I hear you. That's really, you can call me your So dog. we're dogs. You can call me. Okay, perfect, 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 I guess. Um, are you doing anything? I guess. Do you have any plans next weekend? Uh, I am going to my cousin's wedding. Okay. Weekend after? I am. Uh, I think I'm going to visit my parents. Okay. Weekend after that? Can't, I don't know. I don't know that far All right. ahead. Because uh, I was actually, I was already planning on going camping, well, yeah, three weeks from now. Three weekends from now. Wondering if you wanted to come, maybe? Oh, uh, sure. Come you... to a camping trip. <sighs> Look at us. Just two dogs, two sisters from another mister. I really needed this. I know you did. And I don't mean to nitpick. It's just because you've, you've. This is probably like the tenth time in the past hour that you've said we're just dogs. I take out a yoo-hoo, um, I pour half of it out and start pouring <laughs> Bailey's into the rest of it. Jesus Christ! Here. Um. No, I'm good. You sure? It gets uh, you a little. Hyphy. You know what? How about hyphy? Hmm? What's hyphy? Hyphy, like hyped up and um, like silly a little bit. So drunk. Yeah. It's because the. You know. What? <laughs> Nina. Nina, I know everyone's kind of like made fun of you because you are the youngest person in the office. Yeah, but only by like um, a few, only by like a decade. Yeah, so you keep telling everyone that you're that you're 25, but uh, you know, and the only reason I'm bringing this up is because you said that Bailey's makes you a little silly and a little hyped up. Um, that plus your braces, which you kept calling them adult braces. But um, the bands tell me otherwise. You're using all this lingo that, like, I don't really know. I gotta ask, and I know this is gonna sound crazy. So please don't take offense to this. I won't. I won't. I'm an iron. I'm a rock. I am an iron wall, impenetrable. Because I'm mature. Are you 16 years old? <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> Nina. <laughs> Nina, what's going on? Can we just talk like dog to dog? Yeah, I get. Is that like a TikTok thing? Have you ever seen a series of unfortunate events? The movie based on the books? Yeah. I've read the books. That's um, I think I was a little old for the movie. But so it makes sense that you've seen it. So close to what my home life is like. I live in a lighthouse, I think. <laughs> you think? I don't know the books. I haven't read them. But every time I bring people over, they're like, oh, this is like Lemony Snicket style. They call your life Lemony Snicket style? Everyone at the office wears, like, business casual jeans and chinos, and I'm over here with what can only be described as trousers. I'm in pantaloons at the office. I know, Nina, and that's why you've always struck me as a little odd. And I like you. You're a nice girl. But I Are you familiar with Montessori help. education? Sorry to interrupt, but are you familiar with Montessori education? Uh... Not particularly. I, Basically, I it's where kids are educated me. by where they're at, at, not based on age, but based on intelligence and maturity. That's how I approach my work home life. All right. It's a balance, delicate or otherwise. And I feel like I'm ready to work here. So what well, if I have I mean, a Yoohoo spiked with Bailey's? So what if I use a are swim one of diaper? The best coders we have. Wait, you have a Yoohoo. Is what I said. Second thing was a diaper. A swim diaper. What is a pool a if not a big diaper? toilet? Dude, dog. Okay, Nina, I'm going to drive home. With it, me? Mm, you brought your car. We drove separately, right? That was kind of a rental, though. I figured, like, they said I could leave it. I could drop it off at the, the San Francisco location. So if you could just kind of caravan with me to San Francisco, it's just an hour north. 
And then we could kind of share a car on the way back to LA. So we'll drive an hour north and then drive like seven hours back together. Yeah, but the hour, you would kind of get that peace and quiet you need. <laughs> and then we could kind of like sing on the way down. Public domain what songs stuff. Public could domain you possibly stuff. want? Public domain. You want to sing public domain songs? We'll be coming round the mountain when we come. Just two dogs in a Toyota RAV4. We'll be going into work Monday morning because we stayed an extra day at the camping site and people are jealous. (laughs) (laughs) I also really, what I imagine from this review, you know the commercials of like the anti-smoking commercials or like the don't do drugs and it's (laughs) the cartoon of the guy and the dog? I imagine it's like those people like at a campsite and you know the dude like you're you're like we're at a campfire and I'm at your feet and you're you're lighting up like a joint or something (laughs) and you're just like having a blast I'm just like hmm back at it again aren't we Adam what's that uh I mean woof right what do you want me to say what do you oh do you want some do I want some of that 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 icky, sticky devil grass? Um, no thanks, ass. Wow. Uh, I'm sorry. I didn't know that it would offend you. I can I can stop. No, uh, don't stop on my account. Um, wouldn't want you to stop for me. Want you to stop for thee. I need <laughs> you to stop smoking weed, Adam. Cut, cut. This is not a PSA. For anti-drug campaigns. This is a coming-of-age movie, and none of those lines are in the script. It feels Sorry, like you're bringing your like, personal agenda into the movie. Listen, I, uh, I, like, I know a lot of people think that, like, cannabis is good for dogs with glaucoma, cannabis? which I have. But um, it, it actually, like, I've seen what it can do to my owner at home. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It, uh, it just hits a little close to home. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'm happy to take it again. All right, let's take it, take it again. And the, again, Mark the Mark. line is, hey, let me hit that. And then you guys kind of improvise on, like, how it makes you feel. Action. All right. Bark, bark. Hey, Adam. Cut. Um. (laughs) Again, okay, so this is a Wilfred-type movie. Yeah. It's like dogs can talk in this world, so don't say bark, bark, because bark never existed. All right, action. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Cut really quick. Can I call cut? I I call cut. Cut. All right. (laughs) Okay. You, you cut, though? You're good? Okay. Yeah, I cut. I, Um, I cut because the director said cut, but yeah. Well, yeah, it's okay. We all said it. Um, Only you and the director said it. Um, are we sure about this scene? Yes. Like, are we sure we want to send the message that, like, you can get high with your dog and your dog will be fine The with idea it? is that this is a man who has been a Puritan his entire life, upbringing. He was engaged until he was 23, and then he realized that he, that life wasn't for him. So he decided to do the things that he, he was always told not to do, all right? And he does it with his best friend, okay. Dog. And again, in this world, dogs can talk. Action. Hey, uh, can I hit that? You sure, man? It's pretty strong stuff. <laughs> yeah, uh, would love, give me some of that, please. Hands it to him. Cut, sorry, cut, cut. No, keep going, cut? keep going. You don't call cut, keep rolling. I don't feel, this doesn't align with me. This doesn't align with All me. All right, now cut. What is, here, can I talk to you for a second? Yeah, what's up? You nailed it in the audition. You had no problem doing it on a self-tape. You had no problem doing it when we brought you into the room. It was amazing. What changed between then and now? Because now you're, it's acting. You know it's acting. I know, like, but sometimes it doesn't feel, have you seen some of my previous work? I was in the anti-drug campaign. I was that dog, right? <laughs> and so it's like, that's kind of, when I was doing the audition and the callback, I didn't expect to actually get it because it, uh, you know, it kind of goes against my whole thing. People look at me and they know what I stand for. And so now it's just like, who am I if, if, if not, um, not a liar? Can I just be honest with you? And I'm sure you already know this. Bark, bark. Don't, yeah, don't, whatever. Um, everyone on the set has different morals, different senses of humor, different, any number of things that could not be represented by them in the script. But this is a job, all right? That guy over there behind the camera, he's Amish. He's not supposed to be on camera. He's not supposed to be captured. But ironically, his job is a cinematographer. Might go against his morals if he was in front of the camera, but he knows that it's a job. You, this is not real marijuana. This is tea. And you don't have to... Okay, okay. Okay. All right. Action. All right. Hey, uh, can I hit that? Yeah. I mean, you sure, sure, man? This is strong stuff. No, I'm positive. I'm positive. (laughs) It looks mighty fine. All right, here you go. 
eats it. Oh, God, idiot dog. Bark, 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 bark. <laughs> this is the show. That's the sh- then that's a show. Bojack Horseman, dog weed, Amish cinematographer, the show. So still Bojack Horseman, though? Because that's a show. And even if you take that out, the title is Dogweed's Amish, Amish Cinematographer Man, which sucks. All right, let's do the last Sigma. This should be a You said you already had one? Let's hear it. So, in the Rashid's backyard. Oh, my God. There is a rabbit, an eastern cottontail, who has been coming around for months. Um, And one of their family members, like this three-year-old cousin, young cousin, named him Chuki recently. They asked him because they're like, oh, he doesn't have a name. Chucky? Chuki. All right. Um, And so Chuki the rabbit, like, so Daniel's dad, I've been seeing this rabbit just chill in the backyard for a while, and they have a garden in their backyard. They grow all sorts of vegetables and flowers. And so Daniel's dad would start like he would he would kind of wait on one side of the yard and hold out like a carrot or some lettuce or whatever um and so he did this so often that chuki started to trust him and like would let daniel's dad hand feed him and then daniel's mom started doing it and then daniel's brother started doing it and it's now to the point where like chuki shows up and just chills in the yard every day and like Daniel and I were sitting outside playing backgammon yesterday, and Chuki was sitting like two feet away, just like laid out on on his back, like he is he's a dog now, <laughs> but he's still like he's still like a wild animal enough to to like if we make any sudden movements or any loud noises, he like freaks out and runs away, right. and like he won't he won't let you pet him, but it's like he doesn't it's not that he takes the food and immediately sprints off he'll take the food hop a couple steps away to eat it. It's fascinating. That's so cool. And so it's like it's we've all been feeding him and just seeing him from time to time, and it's fun. It's because it's different than a pet in that it's like Chuki doesn't have to come. Like he has no ties, but he he trusts, but has like a good level of fear still, but is learning to like trust. It's just it's wild. And Daniel's dad was like, "Yeah, what's really cool about like what's cool and special about seeing him in the morning is knowing that like he made it through the." <laughs> <laughs> The harsh Evanston wildlife didn't get his ass yet. Yeah. That's so, so cool, though. And it's funny that he chose I, that backyard. Yeah. And also, Daniel's dad was like, I've been researching a lot about these kind of rabbits. He's like, just because I have nothing else to do. Um, and he's like, rabbits have a really, like, their radius of where their life is is very small. It's only like two or three miles. Mm-hmm. And they had said that, like, last year, maybe a year and a half ago, they had seen a baby bunny in their in their yard a lot. And so they think it might have been Chuki because, like, he's he's comfortable enough in this place. That's insane. So this is probably, like, where he spent most of his life. <laughs> I mean, what, it's not even – it's not inside the house, but I, would, I was about to call it a house bunny. Anna <laughs> Ferris style. Bunny. It is a house bunny. Chuki the house bunny. When you sent me those photos, I was like, this is not real. Oh, it's yeah. Animated. I sent Jeff a couple videos of Daniel and I feeding Chuki. <laughs> I was giving it a carrot top. And instead of just taking the end, fully reaches around to grab, like, the top and cut it off so then he can go off and, like, inhale the whole thing. Um, <laughs> so so it's true what they say. About, rabbits love carrots. Rabbits love carrots. I Me, mean, he also loves grass and, like, anything no, else. No, just carrots. <laughs> just carrots. But, so, Daniel's dad was telling me that, like, he noticed that anytime he would offer food, Chiki would have to kind of give him the side eye and then kind of hop around and over because because the rabbit's eyes are so far on the no sides way. of the tent, it has a blind spot right in like the front. <laughs> so if you're holding out something so directly in front of him, he cannot see. Although there's probably some evolutionary so he has thing to for like, that. oh totally, because he has to go around, mm. look at it from this way, <laughs> and then like sidestep to you to get it. So basically, uh... it's. Wild. That's crazy. That's what's been shaking me. Oh, he's so cute. Last week you said you were talking about statement pants. Yes. So you inspired me to pant. order some vintage corduroy Levi's in my exact cool. size on the Very tag. Cool. But the thing mm-hmm. I've learned about vintage pants is that they shrink over time, just on mm. basic fading and washing and wear. So I the the pants come yesterday. I sent a photo of them to Riley. They fit perfectly up until my groin. It was it, it wouldn't fit over the wagon. I absolutely I have a Mrs. Incredible 
ass. Oh my And this is incredible, God. ass. Oh my God. I was inspired by Anspa. And all I got was my emotions toyed with ya jaw. And it's... Excuse me? I couldn't think of a rhyme fast enough is all. And then the corduroy wouldn't toyed fit over my... yeah. Ya jaw? It was... I have a bongo, a set of bongos down there. Women love it. Women love it. Every every partner I've had in the last three years has said you have a really nice ass, and um and I am a virgin, so that was just made up for the show. <laughs> the pants didn't fit, and it kind of <laughs> brought me to shit. I w- reached rock bottom because it wouldn't fit over my jock or bottoms. Did they denim? Rip? Stop <laughs> it. It was corduroys. They did not rip. Uh, Riley, I sent a photo of them, and Riley said R.I.P. And I was like, they did rip, but. They didn't rip. They just don't fit over the wagon. But it was fine. They were only like 20 bucks. I would love if someone made a tally of how <laughs> many times Jeff says the wagon. We need to ad. get a wagon emoji. There's no wagon emoji. Can you imagine that? I can. It's all so right, specific. All right. I'm just asking. Um, so that's what's been shaking well, me. Is I'm that sorry I wanted about to, your pants. Yeah, I want, I, well, I'm still going to get a statement pant. Don't you worry, because I can see you're kind of like furrowing your brow. Like, is he going to get that cord? Is he going to get that cord? I'm not thinking, is he going to get that cord? A corduroy to the prophecy. I will be getting the statement pant. A corduroy <laughs> to the prophecy. I've been a marauder's map this episode, and Riley's trying to make heads or tails of it. I haven't oh said God. any real sentences the entire show. No. <laughs> I need to leave. Of course. Jeff, where can people find you? You can be found at Riley Anspa on Instagram and TikTok at Riley Coyote on Twitter. Jeffrey can be found at I am Jeffrey James on Instagram. Don't play no James on Twitter. And I am Jeffrey James on TikTok. Correct. Um, and review review on Instagram and subreddit r slash review review. Um, We've started recording the zooms, I think. So we should be. We're gonna be posting some some uh, some video content as well because some of our stuff is more visual. So definitely uh, follow the Instagram if you haven't, and uh, and listen to the Headgum podcast. Uh, can you commit yes. on air to going on the show as soon as you get back that following Tuesday? As soon as I as soon as I can, uh, that's I will. Do not that. a commitment. The the Tuesday after you get back from the road trip, can you come on? I will do my darn. That's not a commitment. <laughs> Fine. This is the, people get mad at me because they're like, "Why didn't you invite Riley?" I'm like, "I do. I am. I am." Um, I will put it in my calendar right now. Uh, and until next week, I'm Riley Anspa. I am Jeffrey James with a wagon. That thick ass. And thanks to all those podcasts out there listening. Merch coming soon. We should say merch coming merch soon. Merch coming soon. Possible Patreon coming soon. <gasps> We've heard the call of the no wild. No one asked and for it. Wild, <laughs> no one asked for it. We just the, need cash. By the wild, I mean that cash money, Well, honey. I guess this is a good experiment. We, let us know if you would subscribe to the Patreon, because I think we should only do it if enough people would be interested. Because, But we have a lot of ideas for like bonus video content, bonus live streams, limited edition merch, uh, bonus episodes, yeah. uh, and um, maybe even like a short web series or something. Please let us know if you would dig a Patreon. And if not, well, I'll go fuck myself. Me too. Arrivederci. <laughs> Cheese! That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>